Welcome to the Intercut Podcast, the weekly show going over the TV TV movies and entertainment that people can't cut away from. I am your sleepy voice host, Zachary Shevich, and joining me, rubbing those sleepies away, it's Arturo Zarita. Uh, Yeah, that's all I got for you at 7. Can't <laughs> yeah, it's not not necessarily the easiest time of morning to uh, bring bring all the energy and all the excitement. Though we are excited, it's it's nice to the to finally are get in the chat for the official Oscars. I can see the people are there voting for a drive by Ahim, a movie I have not even heard of. But hey, isn't that what Oscar morning is all about, baby? Yeah, it's always fun to me to follow along in the Oscars live chat. And just see the completely delusional people who think some random film that has absolutely no chance of getting the of getting an Oscar nomination is going to get in there. Like maybe this isn't quite as so delusional, but I do remember the fierce support for Christopher Nolan's Interstellar the year that it got uh, left out of the Best Picture race, and a lot of disappointed people in the live chat. Uh, do you think there's going to be a lot of disappointed people following any particular movie? This Oscar morning? Uh, maybe particular movies. I think if you're in the Come On, Come On group, chances are you may not be uh, as excited or as elated as other people may be. I'm wishing the best for certain people who are voting for certain people. Uh, in particular, I think it's the acting categories that people usually get the most upset with. There's never usually a movie that gets completely shut out that they weren't already expecting. It's more yeah. so that ah, someone stole that spot from uh, an actor or actress that people really wanted in there. So. <laughs> Uh, thanks, David. Uh, and y- uh, y'all looked in. Yeah, I mean, look, we, we were broadcasting less than 12 hours ago. Um, it's, it's early. It's 8 a.m. for me. It's 7 a.m. for art. It's 5 a.m. over in California where, where uh, David is. So I guess maybe we don't have gotta that big of a... got to open up the last of the director's coffees from the Chicago Well, let's see how many of those selections oh, end up making it in. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I I putting I was putting together some of my last minute predictions, and you know, there's some movies that I really loved. You mentioned Come On, Come On that I just don't have anywhere on my ballot. Uh, Mass that I don't have anywhere on my ballot. Uh, just a bunch of movies that I'm hoping get some kind of love that I I'm starting to expect might get none. I mean, uh, for a while people were expecting. Uh, Kristen Stewart and Spencer to be pretty heavy contenders and. I don't have uh, Johnny Greenwood's Bro. score from the film in my final nominations. I I, I wow. don't have her in my final roundup. Actually, maybe I do have what? her in my final roundup. Um, do you want to go through the roundup as quick as possible? You want to do a shoot right before they announce them, our top five? I mean, it's it's hard to keep up because they, they run through them quick. But do you have, uh, for for the best acting categories, some top fives? Yeah, so first off, I'm going to say right here, Amy Adams, Best Actress, Woman in the Window. Believe it or not, it is still a viable option. Zach, you and I have both talked about The Razzie-nominated film. Amazon has used uh, Lucy and and Desi, the (laughs) doc, as a way to be able to push the movie. I feel that the entire Woman in the Window behind the girl across the street or whatever that people don't understand what it is because the entire thing has been a psyop from Netflix. It's been a way to still get that movie in people's minds to be able to vote Amy Adams in yep. for her to win her first Academy Award. Yeah, Never too maybe late. Not. 
I'm going Kristen Stewart, Olivia Coleman, Jessica Chastain, and Penelope Cruz. I, I bet this spot can go to Renat. It can go to Lady Gaga. It can go to Jennifer Hudson. Uh, I'm cool with whoever gets that fifth spot. Just not uh, Nicole Kidman. I actually have Nicole Kidman dead bottom. See, I have Nicole Kidman getting in there, even though I don't want her to be. Like, you know, you can't you can't think with your your heart. You got to think with your brain, and you know, I can only think with my heart. Heartbeat, her heartbreak just feels good in a place like this. And she reminded us this year she's on people's brains. She she's going to get that Oscar nomination for her participation in the AMC ad. Also, she's in being the Cardos this year. Um, Directors. I, so, so neither of us have Alana Haim getting in there because Gold Derby has her in their top five, which I was a little surprised by, to be honest. The love for it, I guess. Yeah, I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed for uh, the Haim girl. Uh, what about in Best Actor? Do you have the same top five that I do in terms of who you expect to get in? Uh, that being Will Smith, Benedict Cumberbatch, Andrew Garfield, Denzel Washington. And Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, I don't want Leo. I would well, love. Is it want or expect? Because I'm not saying that I want this. I don't expect Leo either. I don't see why we would get Leo. I, I see us getting somebody else before we get him. I don't know if you had mentioned Denzel. Uh, yeah. Instead of the Leo spot, this would be the perfect place to have a surprise hit like Clifton Collins Jr. for Jockey or mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage for Pig, which is what a lot of yeah. people are. Are, are hoping for, but also the Simon, Simon Rex train just died, man. I thought y'all were going to carry the boy Red Rocket him all the way to the finish line, but y'all yeah. left him in the dust a while ago. I still think, uh, I look, I still think that's one of the better performances of the year if we're talking about a, a male lead, but... I uh, agree. I think it's tough with the best actor slot. Like, those are almost always going to pretty established stars and guys <laughs> like Simon Rex or even Clifton Collins Jr. It's going to be... It's like a little tough. I, th- snatch them up. I, I feel like uh, these are performances before the performances that might get them nominated for an Oscar. Uh, but yeah, Red Rocket is another one, and Jockey's another one where I, I just don't expect them to pull up with any nominations. Uh, by the Worst time person in the world. Ones. I can see people mentioning that already yeah. at the bottom, it being a, a little bit of a thing. Uh, in supporting's really quick, in terms of actresses, uh, I still have Kristen Dunst. I would love to see a Catherine Hunter for Tragedy of Macbeth get in there and i'm still praying for one of the mass women to get in there obviously i personally have martha plimpton i don't know how they were dividing it how they were pitching it uh but really doesn't matter because ariana the boss i feel is going to be the one who's going to take this one all the way but it'll be interesting to see who rounds up the rest of that category i don't know if you have anyone different um well i think supporting actress is pretty interesting because it is like one of the few chances i think we have to see one of the mass women get in there uh i also think this is probably passing's best opportunity at getting an Oscar nomination with Ruth Nega, uh, picking up a bunch of awards here. So uh, it'd be cool to see her pull up in there. Uh, I I really liked Anjanae Ellis in King Richard, and I feel like that's a campaign that has lost a little bit of momentum, but I still expect her to pull in uh, with a nomination here. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you, Ariana DeBose, Kristen Dunst. Uh, a lot of people really loved Kytrina Balfe uh, from, from Belfast. Belfast. I just think that's a fine performance. I, I would be... Fine with her not getting the nomination here. 
Yeah. From the Lost Daughter. Give, give me Olga, the grandma from In the Heights. I'll take any of them. Dude, supporting actor. Yeah. This is, look, I want Cody Smith McPhee to win, right? For sure. Totally. But I would love to see Mike Feist from West Side Let's Story. Let's go. I, like, yes. I, I feel like it, it should be more of a shoe in than we should already think, but I'm a little worried because he hasn't appeared in some places. Yeah. But I would love, love, love to see Coleman Domingo for Zola in ooh, this spot. Ooh. If there is one place that Zola could appear, I would love it here yeah. or in like one of the writing categories. That's another one. Uh, uh, the Zola nomination might be a little, a little bit unexpected, but it would be really nice to see. Yeah, that Mike Feist nomination is one that um, I don't have in my picks, but I I wouldn't be surprised to see. But if it happens, okay. I'm gonna be pretty. Ex- I'm, I might get a little excited here. <laughs> um, so yeah, All we right, are have... we're running with like three minutes to go before they start talking at us. Uh, we're gonna keep talking through their nomination uh, spiel a little bit until they get into the actual uh, awarding of stuff, and then we can get down to our reactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, will Spider-Man win any today? <laughs> will Spider-Man will be nominated Spider-Man be for any to today? His way, exactly. I, it's a win in, in my book. I think in their book too. If it just gets a mention, yeah. I think in any way, shape, or form, uh, probably the technical categories. But even the technicals that I see it in, uh, specifically the sound category, I, I have certain ones that I hope get it there. But I was reading some of the fun facts leading into this. Did you know that a lot of the Academy members have really pushed the idea of ending DVD screeners for the environment? So they've really been pushing links, which I think is a very interesting way for them to also have it on the forefront that they know when you've seen a movie or not. You know, they can't right. track your DVD screener, uh, but they can see whether you've gone on the Academy website. Uh, on top of that, they were able to expand a lot of the shortlist. So there was a lot more movies that are available to be voted on this year, uh, with this also being the year, as we're about to see, where we are going to get 10 whole nominations for Best Picture. So uh, it's going to be a really interesting nomination year on top of that do you know who's producing the ceremony i haven't heard anything about that yet will packer they approached will packer the dude who is big time producer from night school recently to the ride-along movies literally the man has worked with kevin hart every step of the way they brought him on to produce i'm pretty sure he's still doing the whole ceremony so they have not announced the host but they have announced they're gonna have a host i don't know maybe they surprise and actually bring kevin back or uh maybe tiffany haddish because he's also worked a lot with her too but we do have who's producing the show. It's going to be really interesting to see what they bring after uh, what Soderbergh did last year and how things went with that. Yeah, that uh, that might be a good indication of where they're thinking in terms of the host, if anything. So mm-hmm. we'll be curious to see what happens given uh, last year's ceremony. I don't think was the most well-received, even though I kind of liked it. Nah. It is decent, bro, but you and I are Soderbergh fans. What else can I tell you? True. Let's see. I can't see your screen, but uh, on mine, I have a minute 10 countdown going down. So. All right. I'm going to share a minute my screen 10. with Arturo. Uh, Art, are you still going to keep track of how many Oscars each movie gets nominated for? Yeah, I'll be keeping a marker here. All right. And uh, our live stream software has Art's audio coming in the same as the Oscars audio. So I need you all in the live stream to let me know if the audio balance isn't working right. So... Uh, we are we are working together, figuring this out as we go. No spoilers. The Oscars aren't spoil spoilable. Uh, it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be good. Let's go back to our two shot. Less than a minute to go before we start hearing. Which any other big surprises? <sighs> big surprises. Big surprises. I'm hoping we get a lot of international nominations. Yeah, we'll start. Director. That's the thing um, is, I feel like uh, director has been a pretty surprising category over the last couple of years. 
and the predictions I'm seeing in most places are, are pretty tame. I would not be surprised to see some some big wrench getting thrown in there, whether that's Adam McKay, something that I think a lot of people wouldn't be happy about, or Ryosuke Hamaguchi, something people I think would be ecstatic to see. Good morning, afternoon, evening. I may be in the movie capital of the world, but movies really live wherever you come together yes, in theaters or in your homes. Just the AMC ad all over again. <laughs> and today we celebrate that thanks to the nearly 9,500 voting members of the Academy. They're movie makers, sure, but really movie lovers about to share the films they've loved the most this year. I hope you're doing the same with your friends and your family. He's talking to you. Now's the time. Movie lovers unite. Let's meet your announcement host, Tracy Ellis Ross. See, that's the thing. That's what the Oscars should be. It's a celebration of movies. How, how often do we get to really just celebrate exactly art in a public way? Now let's go to the Oscars, Tracy. What time are you picking me up? Uh-oh, Leslie, someone did not read the memo. The oh. Oscars are not tonight. Ah. They're on March 27th. Classic mistake. Leslie Jordan oh, and his hijinks. snacks ready, ready to go. <laughs> this is why I hate being it's a good thing that the actual Oscars aren't this early in the morning. But if it's not the Oscars, why are you dressed so nice? Oh, 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 this? This old thing? This is my workout outfit, Leslie. I just threw this on to go to cycling class in an hour. <laughs> All right. This year's Oscars Whoops. theme is Wh movie lovers unite. And during this next half hour, we will be joined by some very I got too special movie yeah. lovers across the country to help us announce some of the nominees. Are you ready, Leslie? Wait, I'll be right back. This outfit. Uh, it doesn't Sorry. feel right for the Oscar now. Okay. A little too late for an outfit well, change, Leslie. Oscar nominees in most categories are chosen by members of their respective branches, but nominees for Best Picture are chosen by the entire Academy membership. And if you stay cool tuned trivia to find out facts. how this year <laughs> oh, you, man. the fans, will be able to get to vote for your favorite movie um, and movie moments. Yeah, that's something that's worth remembering, too, is that... The different branches uh, vote on the different categories. So it's editors voting for edit, editing awards, cinematographers voting for cinematography. Oh, and we're starting off with supporting actress. All right. Let's go. Let's go, Mass. Oh! You were right. Ariana DeBose in West Side Story. That means no Katrina Balfe for Belfast. But Judy Dench gets in? Kirsten Dunn. Wow. You got what you wanted right there. Well, already some surprise that's no Ruth Nega in passing. Probably means no Oscar nominations for passing this year. And then uh, also none of the mass ladies. Cyrano. No Hasaguchi? No Westside? No Hasaguchi. Wow, so Cerno edging out yeah, fine. House yeah, of Gucci. Here are the nominees for All right, come on, Soho. Get Belfast out of here. Belfast. Soho. Of course. Dune. Mm -hmm, but what about that last night no in Soho, to die. <laughs> so, so. Oh, no Soho. So yeah, that's going to be probably no nominations for last night in Soho. As part of our 
are movie lovers uniting across the country. Don't fast, really. Jesse Buckley, Oscar nominee. It's the first time, right? Is it her first time? I feel, I don't know. I've been on the Jesse Buckley train for so long, so I feel like she should have gotten it multiple times already. But you're right, I don't think she got it for Wild Rose. I think the whole train that we had for the Netflix movie, uh, I'm thinking of ending things. Nothing. Yeah. Thank you, Tracy. Here was there no the Cruella in costume either? In music, there was. Score. Don't look up. Yes, baby. That's uh, Nicholas Bertel. That's Hans Zimmer. Wow. Ooh. Wow. All right, so do, Johnny Greenwood does get in there at least once for Power of the Dog. But uh, again, that's no Spencer nomination there. I had a uh, French dispatch in my score predictions. Was that the Desplat score? So yeah, uh, I guess he misses out. They're going through these quick. Coda. Coda. Wow. Coda. Let's go. Drive my car. All right, are, are we set for a big day for driving my car? You messed up my boy Denny. Slipped on it. Like a banana peel. Is that Denny's first Oscar nomination? Coming in as well. Bro, we're in for a big day. That's pretty solid. Wow. All right, so that means no West Side Story. Yeah, or passing. Uh... Already with Written the Belfast, love it here. Oh, this like I'm about to have a heart attack with this category right here. Please make it that, stop. But that means no Aaron Sorkin. King Richard. What is this category? Okay, good. That really is the best one. And the worst person in the world. Let's go. Joaquin Trierheim, we're eating! Here are the nominees for best what? Short the two best foreign Give films of the year got into screenplay. Bro, we saw Bestia at Sundance, it was out of pocket. Oh, jeez, Bestia got in? Robin, Robin. Remember Bestia? Yeah, that one movie's messed up. Oh, Robin Robin's really cute. Robin Robin. It's okay, movie. cool. Back to back, Leslie again. Oh dear. I think they like my announcer voice. And now the nominees for best right, we have the live action, action short film. The damn worst person. Let's go. And man, both that and Drive My Car getting the screenplay. That's more than I could have asked for. The dress. Oh, to the dress. That's Polish. Let's go. On my mind. And that's uh, oh, Long Goodbye. Is that Riz movie, which is available on YouTube already? Oh, there's a couple other shorts I wanted to get in there. Shout out the criminals. Shout out like non-clock. Damn. Oh, Leslie. And now here are the nominees for performance. Already, let's go, Cody Smith McPhee. What is with this Belfast love, man? Wow. Troy. Of course. All right, very cool. Troy Kotzer getting in there. The boy, Clemens. 
Ricardos. Whoa, what is this category? Oh, they scared me. How is he so at the bottom? All right, so that's no Bradley Cooper no nomination, which is probably fair. Uh, no Mike Feist, which pretty sucks. Uh, no Jared Leto, which probably means Lady Gaga is the only hope left for House of Gucci. Stop, bro. The Jared Leto stuff was legitimately scary when I was looking it up last night and I saw the numbers and I was like, you guys have to. No David Alvarez, no, like, Anderson, Anders Danielson. I know. Jared Leto is one of those things that, like, if I just trusted my gut and not all the Oscar prognosticators out there, I probably wouldn't have put him in my predictions. Like, that seems like such a weird performance to give a nomination to. But he picked up the SAG nomination, didn't he? Like, he, he's, I don't know. Uh, right. Again, so far, just seeing this halfway through, it is that original screenplay. I was never expecting the worst person in the world to get up there, but they yeah. are fantastic. That's so like, literally cool. Literally, started off terribly. I was like, "Oh, this is like literally every movie. I don't care to see a nomination at all." To then come in with Drive and then Worst Person in the World. Literally, is at the top of my list. My list for original screenplay went Worst Person, Parallel Mothers. Hell, I said Pig Mass and Annette. Right? I didn't really care. Yeah. Shit, they rounded it up at the end there. I was like, I'm just gonna make this, you know, my parallel universe of what the best thing is. For Worst Person to get it, incredible. Jesse Buckley with that nomination. I yeah, I did not even expect. Uh, worst person to show up in. That's really cool. Yo, we're um, getting live reactions and nominations. What are we doing here, man? We gotta go to bed. <laughs> yeah, this is sort of like they they do this midway break thing. I don't understand why. We literally just just have someone dial in. Uh, they're talking about Judy Dench picking up the nomination. I thought we were going to be over that. I, I did not think we were still doing this whole, like, let's award Judy Dench for sitting for 15 minutes. Yeah. But uh, Belfast coming in way too strong, though. I see it now because yeah. director, obviously best picture. It picked up those two, two acting awards already. Um, I feel like that... If you're asking me, that solidifies Kenneth Branagh's chance at picking up the director nomination. Unfortunately, um, and I think yes. we got to start. I think we got to seriously think about it as a best picture contender. What's your take on the costume nominees? Um, let's see. So so far for the supporting ones, as I guess they're taking a break and looking back, we could put a pause on them. Yeah. Uh, naming the best supporting ones that we have, I am still obviously going Ariana DeBose to take it all the way. Still very upset that there was nothing for Mass. I know it was far and away to get something for Catherine Hunter from Tragedy of Macbeth, but overall Ariana, yeah. Kristen, right? We yeah, I mean, I think, Buckley, which I, think is the, I still feel like one. this is Ariana's to lose. Uh, she's taking home some precursors and stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would be very happy if Ariana goes all the way. Uh, Kristen also, I think... There's a lot of respect for. Um, what other categories do we have? And then in terms of best supporting actor, I got a little worried there. I thought they weren't going to mention Cody Smith McPhee for a second. Right. I was uh, like, wait, what? What letter does his name start with? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I'm seeing the Coda Love seriously come in. Uh, it's getting sprinkled here and there. Here, so that's um, supporting actor nominees. see that. I, I'm a little bit pleasantly surprised to see Jesse Plemons in there. I, I kind of figured that Power of the Dog was cool. wasn't going to be 
like necessarily a huge force at the Oscars for whatever reason because yeah. it's kind of a quieter movie, but uh, it's got a few nominations already. I think it's definitely a contender to walk home with the most nominations of any film today. Yeah. All right, let's see what they're going to boot back up with. I also, as I'm looking at our chat over here, some people talking about Dune for screenplay. I actually love the fact that they have it for screenplay. I think it's a very smart screenplay that you're not necessarily seeing the uh, displayed through dialogue, but it's visually all up on screen. And yeah. I love the rhythm that he specifically uh, went with for part one. So I, I, mean, I love that pick. It's adapted screenplay, right? And you said uh, Devesh mentioned it's half a story. He's adapting half the story. You know, he's doing yeah. his job. The original screenplay yes that's uh we have a question here that says possibility for an international film to get a best picture nomination i mean we yeah, we saw right it now. we, we saw it not person? so long ago with parasite winning i i win yeah i yeah i keep I mentioning like they keep nominating international directors for the best director award um i don't think it's without out of the realm of possibility that uh, more foreign films will sneak into the Best Picture nominations, Easily. especially because they are increasing this year to 10 confirmed slots. Yes, sir. All right, I think we're getting back into it. announced this morning is a moment each nominee will never forget. Not that I would know what an Oscar nomination is like, but a boy can dream. Oh, Leslie and a girl can dream, too. For those hunker downers just joining Woo. us, good morning. Good morning. And for good those morning. who have been watching, welcome back. All right. Now it is time for the rest of the Oscar nomination announcements, including the big one. Big picture. At the end for big picture. Big picture. The big picture. Doing baby. Get the. Don't stop. look up. Dune. Don't look up. An Oscar-nominated movie for editing. For editing. The power of the dog. Wow. I've been redeemed. Love. Let's go. But that's it. No Why? Soho. That was my last Leslie. Soho. Don't uh, you look pick and getting in somewhere. I would have also liked the Green Knight and French Dispatch. Yeah, I think, uh, is is that the end of the Green Knight's chances here? Did they do production design? I think they did. So cinematography. Yeah, cinematography, yeah. We'll see. I did this all myself. You did? Yeah. Now here are the nominees. Oh, makeup and hairstyle. Wow. Coming to America. Tammy Faye. Cruella. Suicide Squad. Dune. Dune. There's eyes. The Come eyes on. of Tammy Faye. All right, Hasaguchi is wow. it gonna get a, a nom? On, DC. There we go. Hasaguchi picking up that one Oscar and nomination. And there goes there goes the Suicide Squad uh, streak of getting nominated for hair and makeup. Another Scott. failure for West Side Story there in in uh, hair and makeup. I wonder if this is all uh, foreshadowing Steven Spielberg not being one of the best director nominees. Don't say that, bro. Neymar Alley also. Nothing on there. Bit a lot of love for Dune, dude. Yeah, Dune doing well. Also another one that usually gets two or three, so to see that one really rounded out. Can somebody look up if Denis has been nominated for an Oscar before? Because I feel like this is his first. To read the names of the nominees in this next category is a fellow movie lover, eighth grade track star, high honor roll student, Courtney Anderson, who loves the entire Twilight movie series. Good Twilight love with Oscars. 
You're gonna bring out the Twilight fan and not let her read Kristen Stewart's name? Come on. Okay. Mitchell's. Let's go, Mitchell's. Come on. All right. There's your first flea nomination. That's all I wanted, though, was just to make sure the Mitchell's. I could have done without Raya. I could have put Bell in there. Yeah, you know, this is actually. I would say this is a pretty disappointing animated feature list because usually you get at least one or two of those kind of like offbeat foreign animated films some cryptozoo some spine of night yeah all right the original song i think we kind of know be alive from king richard of course got the Limanuel in there belfast getting every nomination possible yeah Oh, Demi, Denny got nominated for Arrival, apparently. Okay, and cool. You do from four good yeah. Is that not the song that people like from Bruno? Did they nominate the wrong Bruno song? Or, or, or no, song? No, no, no. Bruno didn't get submitted. They know oh, didn't get submitted. Hit. Okay, okay. In retrospect, yeah. Completely different. Short subject. Audible? Lead me home? Short, short. The Queen of Basketball? Three songs for Ben Azir. Huh? And when we were bullies was decent, but it would have been... Oh, okay. Real cool to see Coded in there. Yeah, yeah, I think Coded gets a little bit snubbed there. Tushar asked where we can watch the shorts. I'll look into that later today, so check my Twitter. Ooh. Shout out Questlove, the Oscar-nominated Legendary Roots crew. Writing with Fire, hey! Wow. No love for in the same breath, president. I love seeing the ascension. The love. Uh, yeah, there's definitely some documentaries that I think should have been in there that weren't in the same breath. Probably chief among them. Interesting, interesting collection of uh, nominees. All right, come on. Godzilla versus Kong, baby. <laughs> the dude love is crazy. Free guy. Oscar-nominated free guy. Bro, can I go put wow. Blizzard in here? Oh. oh, there you go. Oh, no. There you go, Spider-Man fans. Spider. Thank you so so that's right no there? Green Knight. That's a getting up to the best picture right there. So, Summer of Soul, Riding with Fire, and... Right, cinematography. Dune. Oh, I'll get back to that. Ooh, first love to Nightmare. Wow. The Damn, they going through these quick Nightmare tragedy. All right, cool. The tragedy of Macbeth gets in there. That is a very well shot movie. Um, Dune. Nightmare Alley. The power of the dog. Nightmare Alley finally picking up a couple nominations yeah. here. No, that's a perfect, that's a perfect Yeah, I mean, Tragedy Macbeth is, is definitely needs to be there in production design. I'm glad West Side Story gets in there. Um, but yeah, that's more... I love how fast they're going, that they have a little ticker at the bottom. <laughs> right. Three categories ago, while they're introducing the next ones. I don't know what's going on. Alright, let's go for the big one. Let's go. Denmark. Netflix the with the little Kong. sneak in there. Lana, what? In the Whoa! And the worst person in the world, Norway. 
no compartment number six, <laughs> no a hero. I know you There's really wanted lamb, <laughs> the Kosovo hive for hive, gone, prayers for the stolen, but Zek, worst person, drive my car. The big two, and flee. And Lunana, a yak in the classroom. <laughs> I mean, yo, Butana, is that two is that for two? They, they've only nominated, they've only submitted one other movie, and I think that one also got nominated, so they're now two for two? Damn, and Italy. And of God, a play on Netflix right now. Very interesting. All right, interesting, interesting. Dude, I think we're going to get a worst person and drive in the best picture. To announce the nominees in this category. Speaking on behalf of the students who are with us today is a senior who's receiving his BFA in acting, John Woods III. The nominees for performance by an actor All right. in the leading role are... Really, Javier really... Ah, oh, what a bad way to start the actors. Okay, Andrew made it, that's all I cared. And I still hope he takes it. Oh, so that's no DiCaprio, no Dinklage. I told you no DiCaprio. I didn't think Dinklage would do it, but damn, that yeah. Simon Rex, as far as they took him with that indie film, huh? Yeah. No Joaquin Phoenix, I think that's the end of Come On, Come On Zero. Yeah, there's no Come On, Come On nominations coming. All right, this is it, Zach. Literally, the most... Case to Hive. They held their collective breath. In the eyes of Tammy Faye. Olivia Coleman. So far, so good. Lady Gaga. So far, so good. Whoa, Penelope Cruz, okay. Nicole Kidman. No Lady Gaga. No Lady Gaga nomination. Twilight fans, rejoice. It happened. Whoa. I knew I knew Alana wasn't getting in. That was too good to be and true. I'm glad I didn't predict that. Kenneth Branagh took a spot. Belfast. Yep. Let what did I say about for, the foreign directors? Come on. Paul Thomas Anderson, Pizza. Power the dog. Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog. So is this Denis? No, y'all took wow. out for Belfast. Finally, the big one. The this is unbelievable. Best okay, best picture. I got to drive my car in that tenth slot. Laura Berwick, Kenneth Branagh, Becca. Okay, Spider-Man Away Home. Don't look up is next. Coda. Coda. Oh, I missed that. I missed that. My bad. I had that in my predictions. I just don't know how to spell. <laughs> okay, there don't look is. up That's next. Apple spent all that money. Producers. Don't look up. This is disgusting, Zach. If I'm looking at these yep. three best picture yep. winners. <laughs> all right, drive my car. Drive my car. Yes! Big day, big day. Dune? Dune. Mary Parrot. Licorice? Let's get some licorice pizza. Producers. Wow. King Richard. Tim White. Okay, K is before Tim L. White. That's okay. Uh, this also means no being the Ricardos. They already passed B. We should have passed Belfast with it. <laughs> tick, tick, boom next? Wow. Whoa. Okay, oh, wait, actually, Power of the Dog, they still haven't mentioned yet. So, Tick, Tick, Boom or West Side is missing out? It's West Side or Worst Person of the Words. Or Tick, Tick, Boom. I think it's got to be West Side. Space Jam, a new legacy. Roger Frappier, producers. And 
West Side Story. All right. All right. Then it's going to West Side Story. Wow, Nightmare Alley. Really? It was that HBO really? Hulu push. Yeah. Warner Bros. and Disney came together for Fox Searchlight. Everybody, please make sure to watch Monsters on March 27th on wow. ABC. That is surprising. Okay. And now, adapted screenplay, the nominees are... Oh, now my computer's going crazy. That was a little surprising there right at the end. I, I don't think most people were predicting Nightmare Any of that? Alley. All right. Looking back at it all. Yeah. Um, so, your biggest surprises of the night. Biggest surprises of the night. Um, I guess I can't see your screen, I, but if you want to boop up and we go, I guess, through category, a quick look back at everything that has been announced so far. I think it's pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, there have there weren't too many huge surprises. I think um, people were prepared for some of the things that we're going to miss out to miss out. You know, I think uh, Mass fans were already resigned to the fact that Mass wasn't necessarily going to do as well as I think much of us would have liked. Um, and come on, come on, already lost its chances. I mean, there's definitely a few surprises in there, uh, starting with... I agree, uh, it's pretty safe. Yeah. Um, drive My Car and Worst Person in the World doing better than we expected. Nightmare Alley doing way better than I expected. Yeah. Um, and Parallel right, Mothers doing them. pretty well, despite not being Spain's selection for international Parallel film. Mothers? Yeah. Yeah, no, that was pretty awesome to see. Um, all right, let's start it off with... I don't know exactly how they formatted through the... Twitter, but I think it was chronological or wherever yeah. you want to start. Give our opinions looking back because, man, they went fast, 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 fast. But yeah. It's still on right now, so I don't know what the hurry was. <laughs> um, but let's see. Let, let's pick a category. And then I also have the honorary ones that they're going to be giving out uh, jotted down in case cool. you were interested for those. But um, So you want to start with actress in a supporting role? Actress in a supporting role. The first ones that they announced. Uh, looking at them, we had Ariana DeBose, Kirsten Dunst, Kirsten Dunst, Jesse Buckley. I can't read the rest of them. Uh, Anjanou Ellis, and then Judy Dench. Yeah. I don't care for Judy Dench in this role at nope. all. I think you've been calling it the performance where she literally just sits there. Yep. Uh, and this is no disrespect to Dame Judy Dench at all, but in my opinion, you have. Again, like you had mentioned for passing, you had Ruth Nigger that you could have nominated. You had Martha Plimpton in Mass. I will still be shouting for Catherine Hunter in Tragedy of Macbeth. These are all actors where if you're even talking or contemplating that maybe they didn't have enough screen time, I mean the Judy. <laughs> uh, that's clearly for the love of Belfast. I would have also loved to have seen and Dowd. Uh, Marley Matlin, to be honest with you, if uh, Troy was able to get a nom yeah. on his side for Coda, honestly, I would have given it to her. E even between Judy Dench and Kytriona, I would have given it to the mom. I don't understand it. She's the one who's got more meat in the story. Yeah, same. I um, mean, once we got past Balfi, I thought for sure we wouldn't get a Belfast nomination here, and, and then we ended up getting Je Dench. I mean, I don't know. I just find it to be... Um, a shame because supporting actress is like such a good uh, batch, a, a, a batch of contenders this year. Uh, Ruth Nega, Marley Matten, at and Dowd. Uh, even you want to go down to Rita Moreno in West Side Story. 
Um, yeah, why not? You know, Catherine Hunter in Tragedy of Macbeth. I I don't know. I just think there's just a lot of more interesting options than uh, Judy Dench, who they ended up going with. With what we got here, though, my be my best surprise is Jesse Buckley, but I am still rooting for Ariana DeBose. All right, next one. Costume design. We ended up with Cruella. I think that's Cruella's only nomination. Cyrano, Dune, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. Just the beginning of a bunch of Nightmare Alley nominations. Jeez. Yeah. Um, this one was also only, what was it, the five? Which one are you going for here? I did not have Cyrano in, I guess, my nominations for it. I... But... I, I thought that uh, House of Gucci would get in here, and that was the start of House of Gucci having some trouble today. Um, I still think this is Cruella's category to lose. Like, that's Same. the one thing about Cruella that I thought was genuinely really good. So Already has a designer that's won previously, so that's what I had. Dune and then Cruella at number one on yeah. there. Okay. Running through sound, we have Which Belfast. Which has been combined. Yes, mixing and editing combined now. We have Belfast. Dune, No Time to Die, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story, which means some uh, expected contenders like TikTok, Tick Tick Boom, A Quiet Place 2, and Spider-Man No Way Home, as well as Last Night in Soho and Matrix, Re Matrix Resurrections, another movie that didn't get anything, Matrix. Um, all of those ended up getting blanked here. A little surprised to see Belfast among the sound nominees. I, I mean, I guess... I am tired of seeing Belfast. That makes no sense to me, man. <sighs> when you have Soho, when you have A Quiet Place Part 2, and you have Tick, Tick, Boom, all that use sound to a much higher degree, in my opinion, a much better degree. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I am going either Power of the Dog or West Side Story. And I love Dunes. I, I'm, I'd be happy to give Dune any nomination. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, I kind of uh, feel like these categories... Power of the Dog uses it best narratively. I feel like these categories tend to favor the big, loud, blockbustery movies. So I, I think so I would Dune? go with Dune here. Um, okay. But you don't consider West Side Story a little bit of a blockbuster? It what is, and then it also has the musical element, which which is another thing that I think um, sometimes helps in those sound categories. So yeah, maybe West Side um, has a good chance here. I don't mind giving it to Dune though. Give them all to Dune. Yeah. All right. Uh, Next best, category. Best original score. Uh, we have Don't Look Up. Uh, Dune. Sure. <laughs> Encanto. Dune's was great. Encanto Parallel was... Mothers and Power or, of the that was Dog. Um, yeah, I mean, this is... I don't know is... if you have a preference. I mean, I'm happy. Like, I know you don't want to see Don't Look Up get any Oscar nominations, but that's the boy Nicholas but Patel. I'm happy that... for Nicholas Patel. Yeah, exactly. Just, just pretend he's getting nominated for the Succession theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it were that easy but yes uh, I feel you. Um, for me I am probably still going power the dog on this one I think it would be really cool to see Greenwood get his due yeah uh, Greenwood who has been nominated before and has had some scores deemed ineligible like that there will be blood score it probably well, should have an Oscar but it was not allowed to be nominated I think and here's a very interesting note. The minimum amount of original music required to be eligible in the original score has been reduced from 60% to 35%. When I tell you that I have know of so many submissions that were at the 55, 53. Right. Now it's up to 35. Yeah, all of those would have been considered. So, yeah. so let's get fun fact there for what they changed. Let's give Johnny Greenwood his due in original score. Yeah, uh, moving over to adapted screenplay. Coda. Oh, these are fun. These were funded. Coda. Drive my car. 
Dune, The Lost Daughter, The Power of the Dog. Um, obviously, the thing that we are thrilled and excited and pumping our fists to see uh, is Drive My Car and Reisuke Hamaguchi getting in there. I always feel like it's, uh, the non-English movies have a disadvantage in the screenplay categories because, like, you know, you have to be able to read them and stuff like that. And uh, it's, it's an obstacle for some people. Languages? Right, exactly. But One like, of them being a sign language, yeah. I think anybody who watches that movie is aware of how masterful that script is and how just well-written it is. So really cool to see definitely one of the more deserving films of the year uh, in screenplay get in there. Um, you what know, would you have swapped? I don't know. I mean, I probably would have put um, something like Passing in there ahead of Lost Daughter. Um, I'm really? Not a, yeah. I, I would have taken out Coda before Lost Daughter. I was actually kind of happy to see The Lost Daughter. Lost Daughter is a movie that's kind of grown on me yeah. from its performances to its story a little bit more. Hmm. Uh, over Coda, I feel. So I would have put West Side passing tick tick hell even tragedy yeah. probably before Coda, but it's I also do, cool to see that. Yeah, Coda. I mean, I do think that Coda, the screenplay for Coda, is a little bit underrated just in the fact that it has to balance uh, this idea of like who can hear and who can't in in all that these too? different moments yeah. too. So I don't know. I I kind of liked the Coda screenplay. Um, yeah, I mean, if anything, Dune. Like I love Dune, but that's not the reason <laughs> I love Dune. Um, I feel you. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. And I do like the updates that they did with the West Side Story. That's why I think it would have been interesting to see a recognition there in terms of its story for passing the way that she was able to adapt that from the novel uh, and the way that she played with the ending. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I still think that that's a really good uh, list right there for adapted screenplay. Power, Drive, Dune, Lost My... Or yeah. Lost Daughter, Lost My Daughter, uh, and Coda. So Definitely one fun. of the uh, more solid categories. Then if we go really to like original screenplay... We have Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. I think all our excitement over Worst Person in the World overshadowed how uh, mediocre this category is. I mean, I'm definitely happy to see my boy PTA in there, and it seems like this might be his first Oscar win in this category, so that's really cool. Don't say win just yet. Don't say win just yet. I mean, dude. bro, who, who's Belfast really fighting drama. him here? I think worst person in the world is the only real contender here unless they are just they were just, like, obsessed with Adam McKay, which they Honestly, might be. To, to see... Okay, so first of all, I don't know why I assumed Drive My Car was also in this category, so I was adding that there was a lot more. I guess I really like worst person, that I was doubling it up as two really awesome picks in this category. No, the two different uh, screenplay categories. Yeah, two different screenplay categories. Okay, so Belfast, I see absolutely no reason for that to be in there. That is a home video that was submitted for an Oscar mm-hmm. nomination. Don't look up. This is a joke. Like, what... Is it Adam McKay's turn now that we're not even giving it to Sorkin? Like, at least give it to Sorkin. I think one of the best uh, little blurps that I've heard for Sorkin was that it really sucks that the great writer Sorkin has to work with the sucky director, Eric Sorkin. Uh, I feel terrible that he's not even getting the pity nom anymore and it's going yeah. to Adam McKay. I do not understand the Don't Look Up love. King Richard, I think the worst part about it is its script. I think the performances are trying to carry something that... Uh, the performances are better than the story and the lines that it has been given. Licorice Pizza is fine. That's actually at the top of all the ones that I had just mentioned. In between Licorice Pizza and my top pick that would have been worst person in the world, if you could see my notes, Zach, it goes Licorice Pizza. Zach, tell me why I have nine days in there that could have gotten a nomination from Sony. Why? I don't understand that. 
Bro, I would have given it to nine days before any of the movies that I've just mentioned to you. How about Mass? Yes. Uh, I, bro, I have Red Rocket, Spencer, Jockey, Zachary, the Mitchells and the Machines. Let's grow up here and let's give it to some actual animations as well. Those have screenplays. Zach Shiva Baby, Annette. I do have Mass up there. I mm. have the screenplay to Pig. I have the screenplay to Parallel Mothers. Come on, and come then on. And the person in the world. I did not think that that would get a nomination in there. I really thought it was going to look like this bottom list down here that I have. Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza. Zach, if they would have put being the Ricardos, I this would have been my potty break during the <laughs> during the ceremony. But because worst person in the world is there, I, I will be sitting through it, hoping that I hear the man's name right at the end. Yeah, um, I definitely like You're going licorice though. I'm definitely going licorice. I mean, I I am I thought licorice was great, and you know, a lot of times the Oscars end up doing the like it's time award for somebody and. There's fewer people who I think deserve it more based on what they've already done than Paul Thomas Anderson. I mean that that is like one of our great screenwriters, and he does not have a screenplay award uh, yet. For so I think, you know, even if the Pizza isn't my favorite of his, I think it's a really good script. And either that or Worst Person in the World is the best script nominated here for sure. Mass so, should have gotten it. This would have yeah. been the one place to put Mass and Parallel Mothers. Y'all messed up. Yeah. All right. What's next? Uh, animated short film, which we haven't seen most Which of these. Right, yeah. um, there's Affairs of the Art, uh, Bestia, Box Ballet, Robin Robin, and The Windshield Wiper. We just caught Bestia at Sundance, and I mean, it's an interesting but messed up little short film. Alina played it for us, and we're like, why are you playing us this? And now we know it's because she knew that it was going to get nominated for an Oscar. She had the inside word. Uh, Robin Robin is very cute, though. I think that's an Aardman movie, and that one's available on Netflix right now. We'll try to catch the other ones. It would have been really cool to have seen something like The Musician, uh, Navazande, The Musician, yeah. which you really like. That's playing, I believe, on Paramount Plus. That had a really good festival run. And Step Into the River, I thought, was a, a pretty sad one. But we'll see how the animators do. Going live over action. Yeah, live action short film. There's Take and Run, The Dress, The Long Goodbye, On My Mind, and Please Hold. Uh, the Long Goodbye is that Riz Ahmed co-produced one. I think he yeah. might be starring in it. So I think it's on YouTube as well. Uh, yeah, so definitely can catch up with that one soon. Uh, actor in a supporting role. I was definitely a bit surprised by some of the uh, some of the choices here. They went with Sarah Hines for Belfast, Troy Kotzer for Coda, Jesse Plemons for Power of the Dog. J.K. Simmons for being the Ricardos. I had that solo. Like, that wasn't even a... But and yeah, Cody Smith-McPhee for Power of the Dog. Yeah, I mean, J.K. Simmons is the one that I'm really, really surprised by. I mean, I, I love J.K. I guess the Academy does, too, because he was nowhere Jay. near my, my list here. I yeah. And it also would be one thing if they ended up giving a lot of love to being the Ricardos. If Tell me if I'm wrong, but I think those three... Acting nominations are the only awards that it ended up picking up. I think so. Which, that's what I'm saying. That's not even the strongest aspect of the movie. This, I don't know. That uh, A Sorkin project, I'm usually not thinking that that's going to be the biggest part of it. But hey, I am personally glad we did not have Jared Leto. I don't know what clip would have played right at the beginning to have seen him say anything for his bit. So I'm just glad that he is out. Uh, personally, I think Jamie did more than Heinz in Belfast. Either way, I would have had performances like Richard Jenkins and the Humans. I would have put that yep. in there. Yep. Robin the Jesus and Tick Tick Boom. 
I thought had some really good set pieces that, that he had to do uh, alongside Andrew Garfield. But uh, a lot of the other ones that I had, Corey Hawkins, Tragedy Macbeth, mm. David Alvarez, West Side Story. Vincent Linden, Titan, I think that man gave it his hmm. all. He was going crazy in there. If we were giving some love to the worst person in the world cast, I would have got, given it to Anders. Yeah. Um, and then I have a mass pick here as well. Jason Isaacs would have perfectly fit in the top five, yep, yep. along with Mike Faust and Coleman Domingo, who sadly did not get it. But uh, it's Cody, Cody Smith-McBee's to lose. Yeah. Uh, him all the way. Just who, a who shame you, we can't I, get our boy Mike Feist in there. You don't think there'd be a surprise win here? Like, it goes to Troy? I do think this is a definitely... Uh, this is not a sealed category, even though a lot of people think that Smith McPhee has been the frontrunner for a while. I think that this could be one of those situations where, uh, that I've talked about in the past. The Oscars sometimes like to give one award to one... one uh, like, one, like to give a film an award in one category as a way of sort of... Being like, okay, we liked you as a movie. And I would not be surprised if Troy Kotzer kind of is the like, okay, Coda, we see you, we it like you, you're a cool movie, you know. So I think Troy is definitely a, a big uh, threat to Cody's chances, particularly because Cody is now nominated alongside a castmate who's going to potentially split votes with him. True. Cody going to send him a rope as a, as a congratulations gift. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not not my favorite collection of actors considering how strong that category is. Mm-hmm. Uh, where were we at? We were at supporting actor. Mm-hmm. So then let's go to film editing, which is Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, The Power of the Dog, and Tick, Tick, Boom. I have been redeemed... Don't Look Up is a Oscar-worthy movie in terms of its editing. I was right. You were wrong. Do you want to to apologize to me now? No. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not, bro. Uh, What did you want to see get in here that didn't get in here? I'm a a little surprised that uh, Licorice Pizza didn't get in here. I thought that was a really well-edited movie. Make sure I have them all. Power of the Dog, King Richard, Tick, Tick, Boom. What am I missing here? Dune. Oh, don't look up. I, I still can't process. I did, did not have that written in here at all. I cannot comprehend that. Zach, I'll take Licorice. Zach, I'll take West Side Story. There was one movie that I wanted to get two technical awards. Last Night in Soho didn't pick up anything. You can call it cuckoo clock editing all you want, Zach, but the French Dispatch delivered it what it needed to be. I'll take Spencer. The editing made it so spooky. I, it was great. Yeah, we. I don't, think we, I don't think we have taken a second to talk about uh, the French Dispatch getting blanked yet. And, like, I, I came onto this podcast and I was like, this is not one of the best Wes Anderson movies. It's just fine. Even I'm a little bit, like, wh- why isn't it getting nothing? Like, production design at least. What, what, movie, what movie is more immaculately designed than a Wes Anderson movie? Really quick, I'm just going to jump ahead for directors, bro. He was in my top ten. I was looking at it. At, I was like, why would I not put him with Man, screw this. I put him in my top ten. It's Wes Anderson, guys. Come on. Nothing. Nothing. How, how is a man making Belfast about his childhood and can pick up anything, yet Wes Anderson over here made an entire empirical picture that I think is 20 times the quality of what Belfast is completely shut out. That's embarrassing to me. Zach, I'll also take The Green Knight. I'll take the editing and passing, especially towards yep. the ending. I thought they did a beautiful job. I thought the editing in The Lost Daughter was also kind of interesting. It's one of the reasons why I've been thinking back on the story, especially the way that she cuts against the book. A Zach, lot. Editing Belfast. 
Oh, but don't look up. Come on. Come on. Now you're just I angry. Swear, I swear to you I'll take the editing in Belfast. The one time I would have loved to have seen Belfast be mentioned, and it's not. <laughs> look, I get, I get um, the frustration with the Don't Look Up award. There's a lot of people in the live stream making their frustration with Don't Look Up being gear known. I think that Don't Look Up is edited exactly the way they're trying to have it edited. I think it, I think it is unique. I think it stands out. It is a style all of its own. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite. I don't hope. I ho definitely don't hope it wins here. But I get it. I guess. No, there is a category every year where someone saw the dailies, so they nominate the editor because they're like, you know what? Shout out to you, man. For the Bohemian even, Rhapsody Editing yes, Award. even being able to complete it and, and uh, submit it. Congratulations to you. That's what that award is. Hollywood likes this movie, man. Don't get surprised when it does pretty well I, at the Oscars. All right, what we got next, though? Makeup. Makeup. Tell, me, tell me I'm wrong. They've expanded this uh, category a little bit. Yeah, I think last year it was only three nominees. Yep. Uh, so we got Coming to America, the only nomination for Coming to America. Uh, Cruella. One of its two nominations, Dune. One of its many technical nominations, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. I think this is one of its two nominations, and then House of Gucci picking up. I think want to say one of three nominations here. Surprising. Um, uh, with all the tech stuff that Nightmare Alley was getting, I was surprised that it didn't go there. Uh, I guess the Rami Malek makeup did not do what it needed for No Time to Die. But honestly, I would have swapped out Cruella here for West Side Story. I think considering what they had to perform in and the heat they had to perform in and all the sweat and they talked about like digitally CGIing stuff out, just the ability to have all that makeup on them, uh, on the performers while they're out in the heat dancing. I don't know. I think that would have been a technical achievement for them. Uh, I would have put that in over Cruella as well as the Nightmare Alley stuff. But I don't know. It would have been cool to see Suicide Squad get a nomination. So then that becomes like the Suicide Squad lore that it will always get a nomination at the Oscars for Best Hair and Makeup. But yeah, that's pretty I funny. I think it's uh, Tammy Faye. Tammy Faye's to lose here. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I feel like Best Makeup and Hairstyling is a most makeup and hairstyling category, but that doesn't necessarily mean, like, they're wrong. Uh, I feel like Tammy Faye, they're doing a lot here, so I, I'm pretty okay with that one ending, uh, becoming the front runner. Urban at least scarred her, and she's okay now. Uh, the next one that we have is Animated Feature Film. What yeah. would you have had in here? Well, so the nominees are Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Mitchells vs. the Machines, and Raya and the Last Dragon, which kind of are the front runners. Um, the thing that I was trying to express when we were talking about this as it was going is that I think every year you get some exciting foreign animated films or more like art house animated films. These are all, except for Flea, very like family friendly studio produced things like i'm really glad flea is in there and i kind of expect it's going to win but I, I would have liked to have seen like you mentioned the types of crypto zoo type of movies spine of night type of movies bell uh movie movies like that that are not necessarily these like hundred million dollar cgi spectacle types of animated movies that four out of the five here are mm-hmm what would you, off the top, what would you have put? In, instead? Mm -hmm. I'd probably Mine's Bell. Raya. Raya's getting, yeah, Raya's getting booted. Oh, I you mean booting Bell. Raya. Yeah, I'd probably boot Raya here. Um, I and didn't I love Luca, Bell. but I, I I still think Raya's probably the worst in the category. Some other good ones. I would have been cool to see Wish Dragon from Sony. 
Uh, Crypto Zoo, another more adult one. Spine of Night was a personal favorite. Hell, I'll take Sing 2 over Raya. But I thought the rest were pretty good. Still going Somebody's going to take Sing 2 over Raya. <laughs> Someone has to step up. Yeah. Uh, I'm, still, I'm still going Mitchells, but I can see Flea taking it. Yeah. I don't want Encanto to win, surprisingly. The only thing I'm running in Encanto, for Encanto is the music, which, look at that. We're here. Original song, Zach. I am still going Dos Oruguitas, but I, I just... The James Bond train doesn't die. I don't nope. think they will ever lose. It's all a part of the machine. When they're orchestrating who's going to write the song, they're already writing the speech for them. So I don't see any surprises here. I will say, though, um, Beyonce had the King Richard song, right? Right. And then Jay-Z had the Heart of They Fall song, so he did not get the nom. But she did, if I'm not mistaken. Show you, shows you who's the powerful one in that marriage. I, she's gotten several nominations in the past as well, too. The thing is, I don't know if she's secured the win. That's the big thing there. Yeah, so we'll see if she uh, has a chance this year. Can you read off the, the five nominees? For please? a short subject? Uh, not for short subject, but for the songs, just really quick. Oh, okay, so we're at, we're, we have Be Alive for King Richard, Dos Oruguitas for Encanto, Down to Joy for Belfast, No Time to Die from No Time to Die, and somehow you do from Four Good Days. I thought I saw somebody in the live stream ask oh. what Four Good Days is. That is the Mila Kunis Glenn Close addiction I drama that. that I think it's played Sundance right like two years ago. Yeah, it's on Hulu now. Uh, we got an, okay, so I bought an Oscar nominee. <laughs> now I know. Really? Damn. What is That's a surprise pick for it right there at the end out of all the other stuff. I think it would have been really interesting to see Annette. I think that yeah, the, that would have been so, cool. So may we start? If that would have Get a Sparks performance at the chance. Oscars? Right at the beginning. Like, what per what better way to start the Oscars yeah. than... This is how you know the Academy start. isn't smart. They're dumb. Okay, what else we got? Um, I'm also going to go with No Time to Die in this category. Okay. You just have to. Documentary short subject. We have Audible, Lead Me Home, The Queen of Basketball, Three Songs for Benazir, and When We Were Bullies. I think the only one that either of us caught in this category was When We Were Bullies, we were which bullies. played at the Tribeca Film Festival, and I thought it was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I guess I'm rooting for it, but, you know, with these short shorts, they usually end up putting them online, so I'm going to go and try and gather the links later today and uh, maybe pay attention to my Twitter. I'll try and uh, send them all out. Yeah, seen okay. in the live stream comments is saying, this is Beyonce's first Oscar nomination. Really? Hmm. Nothing for Dreamgirls or any of that? Nope, not in for Dreamgirls. That was Jennifer Sheesh. Hudson got the Dreamgirls love. Nothing for the song? Wow. Nope. Uh, documentary feature. We have Ascension, Attica, Flea, Summer of Soul, and Writing with Fire. I was trying to say this as we were going along, but three out of the five nominees here premiered at Sundance 2021. So, wow. yeah, maybe a good idea to pay attention to that Sundance documentary. So maybe Tabitha Jackson almost, doing some good things. It's almost like she was a doc uh, coordinator prior to that. Mm -hmm. The only one we're missing here is Attica. That's the only one I have not had the chance to catch. I believe they now have uh, kind of like virtual links for that. But this was a very stacked category. I am rooting right now for Summer of Soul or Philippe. But Riding with Fire was one that we highly recommended since Sundance. Ascension, I believe, played at Tribeca, if not South By. And I think we were both blown away by that doc. That is playing right now on Paramount. 
Yeah. But in the same breath, which is over on HBO, was a fantastic doc. I would have loved to see some love for that. For President, which we thought was just gripping as well. Obviously, y'all know I love Billie Eilish's doc that's over on Apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have been really interesting to see her doc and then also have the nomination for the No Time to Die. Julia was another good one, but yeah, no, I think it's a pretty stacked list. Ryan like Lee is like saying, Ryan Lee is saying Attica is on Showtime, so you can go check that one out soon. I have Showtime. There Beautiful. we go. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a, definitely you, some surprises here. I really enjoyed the Velvet Underground documentary, and that one came from Todd Haynes, so um, sometimes when you get that big director attached to it, I feel like that gives it a boost, but maybe there's only room for one music documentary this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magnitude in the comments is mentioning... The Rescue, yeah, I thought The Rescue was thrilling, and that also comes from the makers of Free Solo. Uh, I, I, I'm a little bit surprised that one doesn't get in there. Heard a lot of really good things about Procession, uh, which is on Netflix, on Netflix and that one yeah. didn't end up getting in there. I don't know, I like what we got, because <laughs> I think they're all good, and I'm pretty sure once I catch Attica over on Showtime, that I'm going to yeah. enjoy that one as well. So I mean, the shortlist was, was stacked this year mm-hmm. in documentary. Pretty good. All right, so visual effects. Visual effects. I'm upset, Zach. <laughs> well, are, are you more upset that this is Free Guy getting into the Oscars or Spider-Man win No Way Home's only uh, nomination tonight? <laughs> Look, I'm not upset with Free Guy. Free Guy can get its thing. I mean, yeah. it was practically a ping-pong machine. Uh, also, or a Dune, machine up on Shang-Chi, it. and No Time to Die here. Yeah, look, I don't understand the Shang-Chi stuff. I... I I think that's the one common thing that even fans of the movie have uh, talked down against. It's that the third act effects are not that good. Yeah. I think that's why Black Widow was not nominated here. I, I was not saying anything for Eternals or Ghostbusters, but damn, bro, Godzilla versus Kong could have taken any of these spots right here. In my opinion, it's going to do. I don't think anyone's had better effects uh, with the sand screens and just, you know, the overall visuals that they were able to bring in with Dune uh, and its ratio. But come on, man, Godzilla versus Kong. Oh. That's disappointing. That's that. Yeah, that that would have been almost even a win for me, to be honest with you, in terms yeah. of the effects. That whole movie's a VFX play. That's the it's thing is, I, I I like you know I, I do kind of feel like Godzilla versus Kong, like that movie, it only works the because the effects work. Whereas a lot of these yeah. other movies, if anything, are like pulled down because of their That's CGI. The worst part is when you cut to the effects, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Spider-Man's, I guess, was also fine for Doc Ock, considering he had it on the whole time. I don't get. Yeah, but it looks worse than it did in 2002. So what are we really doing here? Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Dune. Dune all the way, then. Yeah. So I, I would also probably go Dune in the visual effects category. Cinematography. All right. Yeah. Let's get into this one right here because this was one of the ones that blew by way too fast. Read them yeah. All uh, so we have Dune, we have Nightmare Alley, we so have surprised. The Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, wow. and West Side Story. Wow. I would have loved to have seen Green Knight here. This was the category that I really wanted to see it, and I think it is just absolutely stunning film. Uh, same thing with Worst Person in the World. I think that would have been a really cool one to get some love in terms of a cinematography award. And then the whole rest of the list. I think Spencer, passing. Honestly, Red Rocket. I think every single one of his movies that he shot, he always brings something special to yep. the table. Annette, the harder they fall. Come on, come on would have been one of my personal black and white uh, picks of the year. Yeah. Tragedy does beat it, though. Tragedy does beat it. And I'm not counting Nightmares black and white. Um, but that's, the, that's that, another thing. You know, there were all these black and white movies this year, and only one ends up making the cut in Tragedy of Macbeth. And to be honest with you, this would have been another category where I would have had Belfast. It's it's still bottom, 
but I would have had uh, the cinematography in Belfast as one of the standouts of the movie, and I mm-hmm. still don't even think it's the biggest standout of the movie. Uh, but between Dune, Nightmare, Power, Tragedy, and West Side, I, I can go anyway here, to be honest with you. I love all of them. I think Dune obviously looks beautiful, traveled all the way to see it in its proper format. I think Power of the Dog has some of the best narrative storytelling in its cinematography. Tragedy of the Macbeth, every single frame is a picture. Every single frame is, is a damn picture. And I believe West Side is your favorite? I mean, it's a really beautifully shot film. Um, Movement, blocking, colors, like, yeah, you can't go wrong with this category. Yeah, I think I think list. I would go with... I think I would go with West Side, even though I don't necessarily think it's the front runner here. I, I kind of think that Dune might be the front runner, actually. So, I'm actually happy with anything winning here, but I would have swapped probably Nightmare for Green Knight just to give I, that some love. And that I agree with you. I would have swapped. I would have swapped a Nightmare for Green Knight or even like a Licorice Pizza, uh, something but I like can't that. Complain. I can't yeah. complain. That's that's pretty decent. Production design: We have Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth and West Side Story. Uh, I'm pretty happy with this collection of nominees outside of the lack of love for French Dispatch. I kind of feel like you could have uh, put French Dispatch in there ahead of maybe even any of these films, tell you the truth. Um, But if we're talking about which movie I think should win, I mean, I think The Tragedy of Macbeth looks unreal. That that movie is gorgeous, and a lot of it comes down to the, the way that they built those sets and kind of some of the sparing details in them, but how ominous that whole movie looks. I, I really liked how the tragedy of Macbeth was designed, so I would go with that one here, even though I feel like Dune is the front runner. Same. I'm going Power the Dog. I want to say Westside, but the worst part about Westside's production design is when they made it too big and there wasn't enough people on the street, and you're like, <laughs> this is a set, bro. <laughs> That's the worst part about it, but the production design of Westside is so damn good, especially yeah. in the beginning. I am actually going to go Power the Dog. I like what they did with the ranch there, the way that they yep. had the whole thing functioning, the just sets that they were able to use in Australia. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, New, go or New Zealand, that. I think. Uh-huh. Sorry, New Zealand, my bad. Uh, I thought they did a beautiful job with it. My thing will still be, though, that if Dune wins everything, I don't mind. I want to bet against Dune just so I could be ooh, pleasantly surprised right. at, at every win. That then you win either way. Snatching up. I win it either way, exactly. Yeah. Going into international feature film what a collection here drive my car flee the hand of god lunana a yak in the classroom and the worst person in the world i mean i think we're we're satisfied we got the two that we really wanted to see get in here drive my car and the worst person in the world now i think those movies get to fight over which one will end up winning this category um i personally did not want to see Flea in here just because I figured it would get into animated and I thought that the the shortlist was just so stacked with interesting films. Um, you know, I, I would have loved to have seen uh, Prayers for the Stolen or Hive uh, or Compartment Number 6 sneak in here instead. But Bro. given what we got, what do you think the frontrunner is? Uh, the frontrunner for these right here, I am going to say is Drive My Car, considering that that is the one that yeah. ended up getting a Best Picture nomination. I think that's usually how we come down to the math of it. Uh, just because of this year, just because of this year, I'm going to say maybe something surprising will happen. And then we'll have to do the math later and realize, like, oh, yeah, that was a possibility. But so far, I, I feel like it's going to have to be Drive My Car. The biggest surprise, obviously, Lunana, a yak in the classroom. Shout out Bhutan, bro. That's great. Fantastic that's awesome. I agree with you on the fleet thing, so let's talk about that for a bit. Yeah. In terms of it being in the animated one, 
are we worried that this is a movie they may snatch up the nomination or the win for animated film I mean I kind of feel like you I don't know, have a problem with it I'd that, rather go to Flea than Encanto. That's the thing is like, I, I wonder, I, I'm, de I'm debating whether or not the fact that it is like the only art house animated movie there helps or hurts it, right? Like maybe that means that all of the art house fans will vote for Flea instead of the other four movies. Or maybe people just kind of expect, you know, Pixar or Disney or DreamWorks style animation for that category. Yeah, because, it, it, like, I'm looking at Flea, and it's really cool when it's able to double up like that. Usually we see it between it being international doc or sometimes even international best feature. Mm -hmm. But for it to go international animated, I feel like it's got a better chance in animated for some reason Same. than it would have in international. Uh, well, like, it's yeah, it's so it, much more important than the rest of the animated films, and I don't know if I would say it's more important than the rest of the international yeah, films. Yeah, you're judging it from that perspective. Yeah. Uh, but I agree with you, dude. I know you didn't get to catch Great Freedom, which is about to come out in a couple of weeks. That would be another one to mm -hmm. get up there. I, I was absolutely blown by blown away by Compartment Number 6. Love that movie. Yeah. Uh, I know you didn't want Lamb, bro, but you had a good amount between I'm Your Man, Lamb, like yeah. Hero, which is on Prime. Magnitude but is I, asking... I, I'm with you with the prayer interest. Uh, Magnitude is asking the live stream, what is the Yak film? So, Lunana, a Yak in you. the Classroom. Yeah, we, we haven't seen this one yet, but I'm kind of excited to. It's only the second film ever submitted from the country of Bhutan. And I think the first film they submitted in 23 years, something like that. And that last film Damn. they submitted ended up nominated for an Oscar. So, right now, the country of Bhutan has a pretty sick track record when it comes to submitting films for the uh, International Film Oscar. Good for them. Yeah. All right, getting into some of the last big categories. Let's go with Best Actor. The nominees are Javier Bardem, Benedict Cumberbatch, Andrew Garfield, Will Smith, and Denzel Washington. Uh, interesting fun fact about Will Smith is that this is the third time he's been nominated for an Oscar, and the only two other times he was nominated for an Oscar, he lost to fellow black actors. So he has a chance to go three for three if he loses this one to Denzel. I don't think that's going to be the case, though. It kind of feels like he's the front runner heading into this, this year's Oscar one? ceremony. Okay. You think this is his? You don't think it's going to be any surprises? I would not be surprised by Benedict Cumberbatch ultimately taking this. I think there's a lot of love for really? him. Uh, I think he's kind of one of those actors that people have been waiting to kind of crown as, you know, he's worthy. He's one of our great thespians. Um, I don't know if this is the role that's going to do it, but I'm not counting him out. Not yet. Okay. Um, I am hoping for Will Smith. I don't think he is the best one, but in terms of the nominations that we have here, if someone wants to get a legacy one, I don't think this is a bad one for Will Smith. I would love that for him. Obviously, my favorite is Andrew Garfield. I think he deserves it out of this bunch the most. Even I would love to see his name called out. That would be a perfect ending to his year. Yeah. I don't understand Javier Bardem. Yeah, that's the Denzel one. Denzel is more than welcome here. I don't understand Javier Bardem, and I think he was one of the best parts of that movie. I I like his nom more than I like J.K.'s nom. Definitely more than I like, uh, what's her name's nom? Uh, Judy Dench. I don't get it here. No, not Judy Dench. Uh, what's her name for Ricardo's as well? Oh, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, but I do not get in a category where you could have had uh, Hidetoshi from Drive My Car. Mm. I know Nicolas Cage from Pig was never going to make it, but you had Simon Rex. For Red Rocket, Walking Phoenix for Come Joaquin On, Come Phoenix On. Phoenix for Come On, Come On. If they if they love Nightmare Alley so much, why not Bradley Cooper? 
also, if they like don't uh, don't look up so much, why not Leo? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't get the Bardem performance getting in there, um, especially because Perfect. being the Ricardos didn't do as well as I think some of us were expecting it to. But exactly. So uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, going into the actress in a leading role, the nominees are Jessica Chastain, Olivia Coleman, Penelope Cruz, Nicole Kidman, and Kristen Stewart. We did it. Twilight Hive brought us to this moment. Yep. It almost didn't happen. She missed out on the SAGs. She missed out on the BAFTAs. I didn't give up hope. I knew well, she'd be here. There. You're still not there. It's, it's got to go through. Still has to go through. I still don't think she's going to win. I, I think uh, the nomination is kind of her, her award here. I still think this is a Chastain, maybe Coleman's to lose. Uh, I am going for anybody but Nicole Kidman. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what do you think that. about uh, Lady Gaga not getting in here despite her uh, aggressive campaigning? I think it's sad. Yeah, I think it's a little sad for her with all the amount of pressure that she put. Like, Olivia Coleman didn't even raise a finger this entire press run. Right. And uh, she got a nomination, whereas what's her name was talking about getting exorcisms after her performances and all the help that she needed. And yeah, maybe anything. she was just a Kinda little bit sucks. too extra in her, her campaigning for this award. Well, I, I think, you know, that's why the New York critics, you know, gave the gave, gave what they needed because they knew that it was going to be a underseen performance, I, I suppose. But hey, if that's what needed to go because of Jared Leto performance, and that's fine. Yeah. I, I'm very upset. Amy Adams, no uh, best actress for Woman in the Window. I guess it didn't work. <laughs> are there any people you actually are, are surprised about or, or like upset about here? I did. I was really, really holding on to hope that Alana Haim would crack that top yeah. five, and uh, I didn't you, see it happening. Because like she goes in, then that's no Penelope, in my opinion. I was surprised to see Penelope get in here. You know, uh, I think Tushar asked us uh, what we thought of her performance. And I'd mentioned on a previous intercut, like, I love Penelope as an actress. I didn't think that Parallel Mothers is necessarily, like, the best role her she's best had. Yeah. No, but I still think it was a really good performance. And yeah. I would put it above a couple of the other ones, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, so, yeah, interesting collection here. I, I still feel like this is Jessica's to lose. Uh, if we move over to the Best Director category, we have Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, Reisuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Jane Campion for Power of the Dog, and and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. Despite all of its nominations, no love for Denis Villeneuve. That makes and no Dune. sense to me, dude. Yeah, a little bit surprising here. I guess they're they're saying like we like the some of your parts or like the parts but not so much the sum of it or something mm -hmm. i mean they Literally did give it the, the only best picture nomination yeah, too but that makes no sense to me considering how important the directing is to that especially the whole vision that they have going for it it's almost like they in every nomination that they honored it they were telling you how important the entire vision was and then in the most important category of the ship you nominated the entire ship for its entire cast and crew and everything it does and then you nominate the captain makes no sense but I am obviously rooting Jane Campion all the way in this one. I love seeing the Ryosuke nomination. Mm -hmm. Steven Spielberg, rightfully so. Paul Thomas Anderson is fine in my book. I think Kenneth Branagh makes no sense. Yeah. He was my second to last. The only person who beats him, can you guess? It's Adam McKay. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to see the PTA nomination here. I kind of hope that when he wins for Best Director, it's for one of his all-time classic movies. 
um, which I'm not sure Licorice Pizza is like top five for me or anything like that. Uh, Steven Spielberg has won this award, and I love West Side Story. I don't know if it's like this undeniable thing that he needs to win the Best Directing Prize for. Uh, I, I thought Power of the Dog is solid, and Jane Campion's a great filmmaker. It'd be really cool to see her get this award, but I will be pulling for Ryosuke Hamaguchi. I thought Drive My Car is a remarkable movie, and, uh, I, you know, I, it's cool to see him break through here in a way that I don't know if everybody was fully expecting. I doubt he will win, but I'm keeping my fingers crossed that, you know, enough people are enchanted by that movie. Uh, but, yeah, I agree with you. No reason that Kenneth Branagh should be here for Belfast. Uh, you know, let, let's here, let's sneak Denis back in here. Let's sneak Joel Cohen in for Tragedy Anybody. of Macbeth. Let's sneak in, you know, definitely uh, Mike Mills for Come On, Come On or Simon Baker for Red Rocket. A whole Dude, bunch of I people. Dude, I had Simon Baker on the list, too. I would have had – let me see what else. who else I have here, man. Bro, give me, give me Joaquin. For worst person in the world, give yeah. me Wes Anderson, yeah. give me Tatiana Hueso from Prayers for the Stolen, give me a Julia. Can you get nominated for a movie that's international if it was not submitted? I mean, technically you can, but I feel like that's right? an uphill battle. Look at all that, par all the love Parallel Mothers got despite not getting uh, Spain's approval. True. Okay, great point then. Then Pedro, I would have put Pedro in there. Yeah. So many other. I don't think Pedro's ever had been nominated for Best Director. That's another tragedy. Bro. I would have given it to uh, Pablo Lorraine. I would have given it to Joe Cohen. Hell, I would have given it to the director of Fleet, Jonas Port. I would have given it to, I don't know, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Uh, anybody. I don't know. I, I don't get the Kent Brand of love, but I knew this going in. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Is at a certain point, it, it's the third most it becomes hard to deny. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the thing that is kind of interesting here is like, Usually, there's one main Oscars villain, and I think Belfast and Don't Look Up have a do done a good job of like sharing the love equally. Like neither yeah. is is more awarded that much more heavily awarded than the other. So that's fair, I guess. Yeah. All right. Let's do the last and biggest category. Let's go to the Best Picture nominees. Uh, some surprises in the end. We have. I like it. Belfast, Coda, Sucks. Don't Decent. Look Up, oh. Drive My Car, Beautiful, Dune, King Master. Richard, All right. Licorice Pizza, okay. Nightmare Alley, wow. Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Art, what is your biggest surprise from the Best Picture category? Nightmare Alley. I was actually really surprised at the way it was picking up steam. We kept discussing uh, when the big fight, the big war of December was happening between Spider-Man and cinemas and who was going to win out, who was going to be able to sell the most tickets, who was even going to get access to the screen, and Nightmare Alley was losing that battle. Not only was it losing the battle, but Guillermo, the winner of Best Director and Best Picture of just mere couple of years ago, his last film, what it would have been. His movie's not being seen by anybody. And then on top of that, the movie that's beating you out because that company bought it out is trying to push for best picture. What a slap in the face for Guillermo that might have been. Yeah. But did you ever hear Guillermo pull a Tarantino and complain about what Disney was doing? <laughs> no. His movie? Not a peep. He was out there pushing that movie. He was out there pushing Antlers. He was out My there man pushing just makes Pinocchio, Pinocchio movies just and moves on. He makes his movie and that's it, right? Look at it win at the end. No Spider-Man here. But Nightmare Alley getting its uh, re-release in theaters, 
which is really great that it's still finding its screens. It's now out there in black and white, and it's streaming on Hulu, and it's streaming on HBO. Biggest surprise there. I think that's even bigger than Drive, because Drive, that thing shifted into gear and was getting nominations left and right. I mean, I was not... The second that Drive My Car got that director nomination, I think we we were comfortable that it was going to get in for Best Picture. Like, it'd, it'd be oh, shocking if it got a director nomination, not a picture. Into this live stream, even going into this day, we had a lot of people discussing it. Something yeah. like Worst Person, Flea, those would have been international picks that would have been surprising to see yes. here. Like, we we're kind of rooting for Drive My Car. That's awesome to see. Nightmare is the coolest one. I, I think, still think it is West Side or Power of the Dogs. Power of the Dogs, in terms of what I truly feel is the best one out of this category. West Side, in terms of what I feel is the most Oscar, excuse me, move to make. Like, why yeah. wouldn't the Oscars nominate yet again a movie like this? Plus, it would be a, a, almost like a double history happening there if West Side wins Best Picture again. And mm -hmm. then their supporting also goes to the same uh, portrayal, the, the same character, again, for Best Supporting. But... Yeah, maybe it goes differently. Don't it would look be up interesting. I I ultimately feel like West Side Story is maybe just not exciting enough of a pick to win, but it's not an Oscars with a lot of very like exciting standout movies. I mean, a lot of people think the front runner right now is don't is a uh, Power of the Dog, and that's not exactly a movie that's going to grab voters by the throat and demand they that's vote for it, for it. Um, grab them by the rope. I, I'm a little bit worried that this is going to be a Belfast year because that's just like Don't a, say that, a charming, pleasant movie. Um, man, it's it's really up in the air. I've been seeing a lot of people saying that Don't Look Up is probably going to gain some steam as they keep no. pushing the whole like, oh, this is the climate change movie and you, if you don't, don't care about this movie, no. you don't care about climate change no. stuff. I don't uh, see it. Look, I think you are right about the Belfast one, sadly. I don't think yeah. Coda's going to get anything. I, our, our big surprise for Coda, I feel, is going to be in acting. Our big surprise in Don't Look Up is even that it's here. For Drive, I think it's getting international. Dune will get a lot of the technical stuff, but I'm always glad to be surprised. King Richard, I'm hoping, takes the acting. Licorice Pizza, like you said, should take the screenwriting. Nightmare, I'm just happy it's there. <laughs> I, I am saying... How are the dog West Side Story is the best possible scenario here? Because then you are right. It goes to Belfast. Did Belfast win Tiff? Because if it won TIFF, we know that there's like a record there of a movie winning that audience thing at TIFF and then coming in and snatching up Best Picture. It did it with Green Book. It did it with a couple of the other ones that won there as well. Yeah. So it, it did win that audience award. That'd be lame, though. Imagine having a fantastic night of winners and then like Belfast. Yeah. Caps, I don't know. Uh, what I would movie, rather have a West Side Story win. What movie are you most surprised didn't get the Best Picture nomination here? Because some people thought this was a Tick, Tick, Boom, or Being the Ricardos, maybe even The Tragedy of Macbeth uh, would sneak into that 10th slot there. We had a few nominations for The Lost Daughter, a couple for House of Gucci, a couple more for Parallel Mothers, even Worst Person in the World, and they didn't get in there. You have one? I mean, I kind of expected um, Tick, Tick, Boom. I, I felt like it was getting gathering steam but then as the awards started coming out like it wasn't really getting any of the below the line stuff i would i, I, would I still think it's weird that being the ricardos has three acting nominations and nothing else that is a little weird too yeah that it, because of who it's coming from yeah too. it's not so much I because i like think it, it's so good it needs to be there it's just like it's an aaron sorkin movie about hollywood icons like i the, that, yeah. Why aren't you taking this catnip, you know? 
Uh, I guess for me, the ones that it would have, I still can't believe Don't Look Up is up to. That's so, like, Zach, it's every minute it's going to dawn on me how stupid of a pick that is. But you're right. Tick, tick, boom. Tragedy of Macbeth. Yep. I, I would have put I would have put Spider-Man No Way Home over Don't Look Up. I would have. Oh, come on, man. Get out of here. Look up, take out Belfast. Take out Coda. Put in Black Widow. Put in No Way Home. And give me free, free guy. Uh, Mega Movies mentions that Tick, Tick, Boom did pick up that editing nomination. Very surprising because a lot of time editing goes line, hand in hand with Best Picture. We'll so, see. yeah. I mean, it's one of my favorites of the year, and I had a type of Power of the Dog. So, of course, I would love to see it up there, but... Yeah. Another uh, interesting thing to circle back to Nightmare Alley, I guess this is Guillermo's first film since Shape of Water, which, reminder, won Best crazy. Picture. So maybe there's a little bit of just, like, he, he's an Academy favorite, and the Oscar voters don't want to let go of him that quickly, even if Nightmare wasn't his best movie. But I don't know. A lot of really interesting a lot of really interesting choices. Um you know, let, let's let's ring some bells for Come On, Come On and Mass and uh, some of our other favorites that ended up getting blanked. What what other movies RIP to their Oscar chances as of this morning? Passing, The Last Duel. We haven't even brought up The Last Duel yet. My man yeah, Ridley. Duel getting no love. He, he, he entered with he... two uh, contenders and neither picks up the Best Picture nomination. Wait, the House of Gucci didn't even get anything at all, did it? I mean, it got a couple nominations, but none of the big ones. What did it get? I think it got, like, costume and makeup and hairstyling. I don't think it got any of those either. No, it did. It's in there twice. Did it? Yeah. Oh. I'm already forgetting that House of Gucci picked up anything. Um, yeah. I think no, this, is a, this is a, a case against the late release strategy that Cerno is trying. Uh, yeah, no, Cerno's just bus i don't know why they decided to go for that i feel like uh out of the ones that have gotten the most picks i'm very confident in dune going into the ceremony i am hoping that power of the dog doesn't get shut out going into it uh just all things considered that it can go either way like if you're telling me that you're hoping that uh, director goes another way i can see the love being for drive my car over what would be power of the dog um if it loses its acting if it loses its screenwriting uh, I have more faith that Doom will be able to pick up more technicals. I am still worried that Belfast will be picking up too much. Yeah. I feel like Belfast had seven nominations that it, it was, uh, like, possible for. I feel like seven's a lot. I don't yeah. know. That's just me. It's a lot. I feel like it's definitely a much. lot. But, yeah. Um, How else you feeling? Sorry? How else you feeling about the awards? What else would you... What else do you think got snubbed? What else are you hoping? I mean, it does you know, well. Uh, people are bringing up uh, French Dispatch and Green Knight and Red Rocket, some of the more interesting movies this year that didn't get in. Mass as well. Mass, yeah. I don't know. A lot of a lot of interesting stuff. I feel like it's. I feel like this year, a lot of the contenders are, sort of like accepted prestige movies and not necessarily like cha the challenging ones like i know obviously sure. titan didn't get that uh didn't get france's selection this year but generally speaking i think there's like a move away from those sort of potentially off-putting movies like that and into the more uh 
easy to celebrate stuff if that that's easy to say like even for something like licorice pizza which is probably the like least offensive paul thomas anderson movie that he's made like i just i feel like this is kind of like a for the most part it's a nice oscars like i i feel pretty easy recommending most of these movies to people even if some of them are downers but i don't know there's mm-hmm. not not a whole lot of like offbeat selections i feel like this year yeah Pretty decent. Uh, from my count, for what I have here, I see Power of the Dog, I think, picked up the most. I got 12, which is... I got the totals in front of me, actually. Um, sheesh. Go for so it, at We have Being the Ricardos, Coda, Encanto, Flea, Licorice Pizza, Lost Daughter, No Time to Die, and Tragedy of Macbeth, all picking up three nominations. Wow. Um, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Nightmare Alley, all picked up four. King Richard, surprisingly, ended up with six. West Side Story and Belfast end up with seven. Dune... It's too much for Belfast. Dune with ten, despite no Best Director nomination. And Power of the Dog, like you mentioned, at the top with twelve. I believe the record is fourteen, if I'm not mistaken, in terms of nominations. So, pretty high up there for Power of the Dog. Really happy with that. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, definitely would have seen them to would have liked them to spread the love out a little bit more. I mean, I think we're seeing some movies that are not necessarily the best contenders in their category getting nominated because they're getting nominated in a bunch of other categories. You know, who who besides Belfast though? I think Proud of the Dog deserves every nomination it got. I can't I, name you one category where it doesn't deserve to be in there. I'll fight you. I'll fight you. I don't care how early it is. I mean, I don't know if. Um, I forget which one. We, like, I don't know if we needed Dune in screenplay and stuff like that, man. Does it hurt? <laughs> it does when it leaves out movies like The Green Knight. Well, not necessarily when somebody else can get booted up that was adapted. Yeah, you take Coda out. Green Knight was, wasn't even shortlisted. I don't know. I just feel like... Some of these movies don't necessarily deserve the six or the sevens or even the threes when you have movies like Mass and movies like Come On, Come On with zero. For sure. I think you could take out a couple from No Time to Die. I think you could take out a couple from Coda, personally. I don't think being the Ricardos needs to be here at all. You could have fit a couple more acting ones in there. Still surprised about Nightmare Alley coming in right there in the middle. Yeah, surprisingly. Fantastic for Drive My Car. That's pretty good for there. But also just looking at the fact that Worst Person also scored two. That's pretty decent. Like, that's not bad. Because uh, we were kind of worried that it wasn't even going to get one. So for it to be able to get international and also get writing, I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's still a pretty interesting batch of nominees. I'm excited to dive into them a little bit more. Uh, I don't know if you have any final thoughts here as we wrap things up. Uh, this will also be the year where they're going to honor Samuel L. Jackson, Elaine May, Liv right. Allman, Danny Glover. And like I was saying earlier before we uh, got into all the nominations, this is a year where they have hired Will Packer, who has done uh, a lot of the Kevin Hart movies. So that's clearly going to be more of a comedic Oscars that they're going to be approaching. And I feel like we haven't had a comedic Oscars in a little bit because it usually depends on the host. Still haven't announced a host could end up being Kevin Hart since it is, again, a producer who he's worked with a lot. It was lot. always his really... dream until he got canceled. It was always his dream, so we'll see if he's able to fulfill it, uh, I guess, in the aftermath of it all. But I'm going to be very curious to see how they roll out the uh, award ceremony. I, it's going to be, what, the end of March is how they brought it up? Yeah. So 
voting ends at the beginning of March and then the ceremony is going to be right at the end of March. I think there should be no problem with the broadcast. Probably going to be on Hulu because I think that's where last year's was. Well, it's always I ABC, think. Um, but mm-hmm. it's part of the Disney. Um, Hulu, yeah, yeah, all that stuff there. So uh, a good thing about this is that most of the movies are out, not just available for you to be able to see in theaters, but mm-hmm. some are even – most are even streaming Yeah, actually, let's, let's uh, at go home. down that's this awesome. list again quickly. So Power of the Dog, Netflix, Dune. Is that back on HBO Max already or no? Uh, Dune is not back up on HBO Max, but I believe it comes out next month. It is available to purchase in Steelbook to buy everything. Uh, it was just on sale. Belfast, I think, is available on VOD. West Side Story, I think, is available on VOD now. It's definitely back. Every, dude, everyone's just been waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They've been annoying King, with that one. King Richard, that's another one that we're waiting to show back up on HBO Max, I think. it's. Uh, yeah, but it should be up in a couple of months. Probably up on VOD And it's now. available to purchase. It's on uh, VOD. Don't Look Up is Netflix. Drive My Car is still only in theaters, I want to say. Um, yeah, but it's got a pretty good run. Yeah. Nightmare Alley, as we mentioned, HBO Max and Hulu. And Hulu. Being the Ricardos, Amazon, Coda, Apple, Encanto, Disney, Flea. Flea, I think it's still VOD. Um, Coda, Apple, and Encanto. Wait, say that again? Uh, Flea. Flea? Yeah. Yeah, Flea still VOD. Then we got Licorice Pizza is still in theaters. Lost Daughter is on Netflix. No Time to Die is on VOD. And then Tragedy of Macbeth is another one on Apple. So at least half of those movies available to stream right now. Now, what's going to be interesting now that you were mentioning that is that we know how the Academy is with honoring, I guess, uh, streamers. And in particular, when they're nominating an actor or an individual, a person, they don't see that as honoring the streamer. But when it's something like for Best Picture where you're giving it to the producers, you're almost giving it to that studio as well. And it has been this big debate with the rules of uh, the theatrical releases on the Oscars that streamers are looked down upon. That's why with this list of 10 when amc is doing its uh re-showings they don't do a lot of the streaming ones specifically they don't do a lot of the netflix ones because looking at the 10 again coda is a streamer with apple don't look up is netflix so they may not be playing that dune counts only because it was the same same day and date release but it was still considered a theater movie same thing for king richard um power of the dog though it being netflix coda don't look up and power the dog if any of those movies win, that would be history as well for the Academy mm-hmm. in in honoring a movie that comes from a streamer. Maybe. That was a big deal with Roma going in, that a lot of people felt it wasn't going to get the win because the Academy wasn't ready. Look at that. It is did that not win. Maybe another Will this be the year? To believe that Belfast is our front runner? Yes, it is. And I, I keep telling you, stop saying these things. I know it's unspoken, Zach, but the more you say it, you're going to will it into existence. But it is. Sadly, it is. It would be dope, though. You yeah. know, just pull that bandaid. It's going to happen. Look at who you're nominating. It's just a matter of time. The, what should matter is the movie. So give it to power. Uh, if Coda, for whatever reason, ends up snatching it up, I, Apple will have paid peanuts with that 25 mil yeah. for the pick of the Coda uh, at Sundance. But I mean, already, just the fact that it Netflix got time, those man. three Oscar nominations, I feel like Tim Cook Dude, is, uh, is looking at his bottom so line happy. and smiling. 25 mil. That if, hey, it answers the question people asked almost two years ago or a year and change ago. Why did Apple drop the most money that has ever been dropped on a Sundance feature for $25 million? Mm-hmm. The record was like 17 For this right here, Apple getting its, uh, getting a big Best Picture nomination there with Coda. So yeah. it's going to be very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, we will continue to talk about the Oscars as we get closer to them. I think we actually need to do like a breakdown of 
what our favorite performances were in the different oh. categories and, and oh, all yeah. that. So we got that video still uh, coming and make sure you leave us some comments, some questions down below on your thoughts on the Oscar nominations. We will run through the comments on a future live stream for sure. Uh, but I think we're, we're we've been already at this for an hour and a half. It's early. I'm, I might go get a coffee finally. I'm not much of a coffee person, but I think I need it today. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, so yeah, stick with us here on Intercut. You can follow me more from me, Zach Shevich, over on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd at Z Shevich, Z S H E V I C H. Art, where can people find more from you? You can find me over at Elmi Explains on Letterboxd, complaining about Belfast. On Twitter, complaining about Belfast. And every week here on the Intercut Podcast, hoping that Belfast doesn't win any of its nominations. <laughs> find new episodes of Intercut every Monday. You can check us out on your favorite podcast or whatever that is. I like Overcast. Also subscribe to our YouTube, youtube.com slash intercutpod, where you can watch us as we break down the latest in entertainment. Follow our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all of them are at Intercut Pod. You can support us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. And we will be doing our next Patreon hangout next week on Monday. So make sure to head over there if you want to jo join in on the Google Hangout. Uh, also, check out our Discord in the links in the description down below. I might go hang out on Discord for a little bit and chat with people about the Oscar nominations after this. So if you want to uh, go break it down, head over to Discord. So, yeah, go follow all those social media things, and uh, you'll get updates throughout the week from me, from Art, from everyone that we feature here on Intercut. Thanks again for tuning in, and until next time, it's an honor to not be nominated. Shh. <laughs>